0: The Rebbe starts off the Sicha by saying that in connection with what it says in the beginning of the Parsha, of Parsha's Chukas, the Medrash brings a pasuk, Mi Yitain Tohoir who is the one that can make something Tohoir come out from something Tomei, the Medrash goes on giving various different examples regarding in Yonim of Tuma, in which we find two opposites coming together. For example, in regards to the Dinim of Tsaraas, so if a person has a baharis, a spot of Tzaras, the size of a grease, so it's a small little spot, so then the person will be Tomei. On the other hand, if this color spread out to the whole person, the whole per- person is covered in this particular shade of the Tzaras, he's Tore. And then the Medrash gives other similar examples. And the Medrash concludes, who is the one that commanded this? Who is the one that decreed this? Isn't it the one and only Hashem? And Hashem says, Chukah Chakakti, Bzeiro Gazarti, I made these Chukim, I made these Gzeirois, and Iyat Al not allowed to go against my Gzeiro. Now, since the Medrash brings a number of the- matters of Chukim related to Tuma and Tara all at once, along with the Chukah of this week's Parsha, the Chukah of Paraduma, and in continuation to those words of the beginning of the Parsha of Zois chukas so this implies that the Medrash is explaining the words that these words zoys that this is referring to, and it's hinted not only hinting to not only the chukka of paraduma, but also to the general concept of the chukka of all matters of Tumah and tara. In other words, that we're dealing with a common theme that's expressed in all of these examples of Tumah and tara, including paraduma, meaning to say. That the chukah of Paraaduma is not only the fact that it's a chukah, the fact that it's not understood, is not only in the particular Xaira and decree regarding the details of the Para Aduma itself, but also the general concept of all Tuma and Tara, which of course the Tara comes through the Para Aduma, but all of these ideas together are all related. The whole concept of Tuma and Tara is related to the Zois Chukah of Paraaduma. And as the Chazal tell us, that it's not the mace that brings the Tumah, it's not the water that brings the or rather Hashem says, Chukah Hakakti, Hashem made decrees, as the pos says, Zois In other words, that Zois chukas ha-toyra is really symbolizing all of the Chukim and the general concept of Tumah and tara. Or, in a more general way, as the Rambam says, Dovor, Boror, Golu, the Golu, it's a clear thing, that the concept of Tumah and tara. Is It's not from the things that the person of the mind of the person could decide and could understand. Rather, this is all part of the chukim. In other words, even though with the word ha Hatoyra, the Torah is referring specifically to the tum of a mace and had to become pure from it, as a simple meaning of these psukim. But nevertheless, there is also a hint to the general concept of chukah which applies equally to all matters of Tuma and Tara. The Rebbe goes on to explain that it's known that every single matter in Torah, of course, has a lesson in the avoida of each and every year, in every single time and in every single place. As the famous expression, Torah is eternal. So even mitzvahs and dinim of the Torah, which are only able to be done in the time, for example, when the Besamikdash exists, so that's all as far as fulfilling the mitzvahs in the physical and literal sense. However, beruchni is these mitzvahs go beyond time and space, and they are always able to be done. Beruchni yisayin There is always a lesson that can be taken from them. So, to in our case, the main idea of the dinim of tumen in the regular sense, most of them applied only in the time of the base hamigdash. But the idea in avoid the ruchni is exists and applies in all times and in all places. Another point says the Rebbe, this Heirah of Zoyzchukas HaToyrah is going to have to be something that's shaykh that applies to each and every kind of Yid. Even someone that's Layyad, the Micah someone that doesn't even know what he's reading or what he's saying when he's saying the words of the Torah. Because when you're reading Torah Shabbat, they too would have to make the bracha, the birchas ha And what does Torah mean? We just said Torah is milosh ha that's going to come and teach you a lesson. When we're learning the details in Torah Shabbat, so there you can only make the bracha if you actually understand what you're learning. And therefore we understand that the Hira that we're going to be learning from the general concept of zoizhukas ha-toira, is going to be a lesson that applies to each and every year, but it's not from the details, from the specific aspects of the Porah Duma, but more from the general idea that we read in the Torah, Zois Shukas Says the Rebbe, we're going to understand this by first explaining the famous concept, that when it says, Zoïs Shukas seemingly we're speaking about the Para aduma. why doesn't it say, Zoïs Shukas It's because... In the mitzvah of Parah there's a certain idea that really represents all of Torah generally. And that's why we say, chukas that this chukah that's found by the Parah Duma, this is in essence the chukah of the whole Torah. The Rebbe says, it's explained about this in other places at length, that specifically this mitzvah, because it's a chukah, even in comparison to other mitzvahs that are chukim, It is because of this itself that this mitzvah represents and embodies all the mitzvahs. Why is that? Because really all the mitzvahs, what is their essence? Like the idea of a chukka, every single mitzvah is the ratzoyin of Hashem, the will of Hashem, something that's completely higher than logic and reason. Even those mitzvahs that we have a reason for them... Nevertheless, it's not that the reason, the essence of the mitzvah is the logic and is the reason, rather in those mitzvahs, the, the will of Hashem had come down and clothed itself even into the realm of reason. But their very essence, even once they came down into, into reason, the very essence of them remain, the pure will of Hashem. And therefore, the way to perform every single mitzvah, even those that we can understand with logic, needs to be in this way. Not to do it because logic dictates, but rather, as the bracha of the mitzvah implies, that we do it because tzivanu, that Hashem commanded us, that this is the decree of ratzai Elyon. This is also the meaning of the passage, Zois chukas HaTorah that even though mitzvahs generally are divided into three categories, chukim, edis, and we have those mitzvahs that we cannot understand the reason at all, we have those mitzvahs that we have some sense of understanding, and then there's the mitzvahs that are perfectly logical, nevertheless, the truth of the matter is that the essence of every mitzvah is, of all mitzvahs of the Torah, even those edis and mishpatim, we need to remember, that the essence of everything is really a chuk, it's really the will of Hashem. And not only that, but rather they are all like zoys Chukas like this very Chukah, the chuka of Parah Aduma, meaning to say, what's unique about Parah Aduma, even shloima wasn't able to understand it. Shloima HaMelech says, I thought I'll be wise, and then this Chukah is so distant from me. In other words, it's completely higher than logic. And this is what we need to understand about every mitzvah of the Torah. This mitzvah of Parah embodies and represents every mitzvah of the Torah, that it's all really the Ratzin of Hashem, which is higher than Seichel. Says the Rebbe, because this is really what every mitzvah is about, that it's the Ratzin of Hashem, this is why we find the number of things that we'll find that are equal in all mitzvahs, that all mitzvahs are exactly the same in essence to the extent that the Chazal say, do not sit and weigh and measure the mitzvahs of the Torah. Why is this? So it's explained in a number of places. The difference between in the power of our will and wisdom, or generally all of the internal of so the person, meaning his intellectual faculties and his, and his emotional faculties, etc. Chachma comes... That means it comes down and it's divided. It comes down in division, both in a general way, that one particular logic is not going to be the same as a different one. And so too, within each piece of logic itself, it comes down into many, many, many details. However, when it comes to rots into the willpower, there's no division at all. Not in a general way and not in the specifics. That means to say that in addition to the fact that there is no division in the little specific details, and rather every single detail that you want, you want exactly in the same way, willpower means. The Ratzin means that you want it all, every aspect of it and every detail of it, all in exactly the same way. But so too, we also don't divide within Ratzin in a general way to say that certain things the Ratzin is more in, and in certain things the Ratzin is in a different way. In other words, the concept of rotzoyim, the concept of will, does not change based on the things that I want. If it's coming from my rotzoyim, if it's coming from that level within the nefesh, that's pure rotzoyim, the rotzoyim, the will is going to be equal in every single thing, exactly the same in every single thing. Says the Rebbe, the same thing is true with the mitzvahs of the Torah. Since they are the rotzoyim of Hashem, you cannot say there's any sort of division. And therefore, you'll find at times that we'll say that if you did a part of the mitzvah, that's not called doing the mitzvah. It's counted like nothing. You didn't do the mitzvah. If you didn't do the full mitzvah, you didn't do the rotsin of Hashem, then you just missed out. You didn't do the mitzvah at all. The Rabbi says, in fact, sometimes we'll also find exactly the opposite. Sometimes, Chassidus so will say that sometimes you have a part of the mitzvah, but it's really as if you have the whole thing. In other words, the idea is that it's Rotzin is about what does Hashem want? If what Hashem wanted is the whole thing, then you're not going to get away with just doing a part of it. If for whatever reason in a certain mitzvah will say, that in this mitzvah you could do a certain part of it, a certain aspect of it. Okay, so if that's what Hashem wants, then that's the full Ratzain. Says the Rebbe, this idea is generally expressed in the ideas of Tuman Tara. As said before, that Zois Kuka is really referring to all the ideas of Tuman Tara. What do we find regarding Tuman Tara? We find something very, very unique, which is going to bring out this idea that we're speaking about that this concept of I guess, maybe let's call it all or nothing. In other words, do we have the rotsin of the Eibishter? Did you fulfill the rotzoyin? Or is it not the rotsin at all? What do we see regarding Tuma and Tara? We see something very interesting. Number one, mina There's no such concept that a tumma will be only on part of one's body. If the person touched something that makes him Tome, even with one of his Evarim, with one of his limbs... The whole person is Tomei. There's no such thing. The part of me became Tomei. Either I'm Tomei or I'm not Tomei. Furthermore, how do I become Tomei? Even by just slightly touching the matter that's Tomei in any sort of way. In other words, seemingly a very, very external connection to that thing that's making me Tomei. And nevertheless no matter how I touched it, how I was in contact with it, I become as Tomei, just as if, let's say, if I ate it. It went inside of me. It doesn't matter whether I, I consumed it, whether I just touched it. The slightest connection already makes me Tomei. On a deeper level, says the Rebbe, furthermore, within the touching itself, there's absolutely no difference whether I touched it intentionally or it was B'Shoi or maybe even B'Ainus, maybe it was even against my will which usually we would say that the Torah exempts a person when something is bo'inous, but by tume it doesn't work like that. Regardless of what my intention was, I become tummy. Meaning to say that not only if I only touch it, begashmi is in the slightest way do I become tomeh, but even beruchni, is spiritually speaking. It wasn't a real touch, so to speak, because I didn't even mean to touch it. Maybe I even didn't want to touch it. Nevertheless, if there was any sort of contact, I become tummy. Furthermore, says the Rebbe, what is the result of the tumor when the person becomes tummy? It's absolute. Absolute in the sense also of how much this person can now connect to Kedusha. Meaning to say, when he becomes tummy, it doesn't only mean that he could have a smaller shaykhus to certain matters of Kedusha. Rather, at this point, in a revealed way at least, in an open way, he's completely removed. That is, he cannot eat in yanim of Kadesh like a carbon. In other words, things of Kedusha cannot now become part of his flesh and blood, bosor kibsarei. Vel amikdash leisovei is not allowed to go into the base amigdash. meaning to say, regardless of how external or how little that Tuma was, but the extent, the result, the effect of it is always exactly the same. I totally cannot be involved now in those matters of Kedusha for which I need to be pure. What's the reason for all of this? Because matters of Tuma and Tara... Here is we, where we see this point of Hashem's Rotzin in an open way. The concept of Rotzin, as said before, different to Seichel, where Rotzin is absolute. And therefore, here it's noticeable, clearly, the idea that there's no difference in quantity between a lot or a little. There's no difference in the way the person was connected to the Tumor, whether it's a chitsoy is external connection, he only touched it, or beruch is that it was even against his will to the matter of Tumor, in all ways he becomes completely, completely Tomei. And again, both is his whole body, becomes Tomei, and also Baruchni is the right now, he's in no way associated with any of these matters that need proper Kedusha. Says the Rebbe, what does this all represent? In our, in our avodah? the Razal tell us, as mentioned before, a person shouldn't go ahead and weigh the mitzvahs of the Torah. And we say, have you should be careful, but mitzvah kal with a light mitzvah, just like with a strict mitzvah. In other words, a person needs to be careful in all mitzvahs equally, even though you may argue and say, How is it possible to be careful with a dictu cultural divere of some little slight thing of Drabonum in the same kind of way how we're careful with Chamorro Shabba with one of the strict halachas on the Torah? Seemingly, this idea of this divrei soifrim is. In a way of a Nagiyah Levad, only sort of touching a little bit, a trace of the bad. How could you be comparing it to the harshest and strict, most stringent, stringent things? Seemingly Torah itself tells us that there are differences between different kinds of halachos. Here comes the from the concept of tumor. That is, as far as the tam v'daz, the logic within the mitzvahs, there's clearly a difference in the levels of the mitzvahs. You have chukim, edis, mishpatim. You have mitzvahs that are considered more lenient, more strict, lighter, heavier. But as far as the essence of the mitzvah, the rotsin of the mitzvah, Hashem's in here there's no differences. And in the avoid of the person doing the mitzvahs, we say as follows. When we speak how much the nefesh was blemished, And based on that, there's going to be how much the person has to be punished for different averis, etc. So that's true. And so too, in regards to mitzvahs. But if we want to speak about the essence of the mitzvah, that through a mitzvah, you're becoming connected to Hashem. That's what a mitzvah means. That idea applies to all mitzvahs equally. And therefore, even the slightest touch and effect in something, that's the opposite of Hashem's Rotzoin will impact the general iskashros of the year to Hashem. Says, the Rebbe, this Hairah is connected and therefore is demanded of each and every yid, even from the, to the simplest yid. And as we said before, that this Hairah from the general idea of Tumah and Tara, not necessarily the details of Tumah and Tara, for which you need to learn already Tayrisha Pe, but the general idea of tumah and Tara is Shayach, even to someone, like we said, doesn't even know the details of the dinim, just reads the words in Tayrisha Makhsav. So this Hairah is to even such a person. And that is, that this feeling in kiyuma mitzvahs and the fulfillment of mitzvahs, that even being careful in the slightest thing of the soifrim is something that's going to impact and touches on my general is kashos talikos. This comes from where? From the essence of the neshama, which is completely higher than logic. As the famous expression, a yid, neither he wants to nor he can be separated from telikos. And this feeling exists by each and every yid. Now, even though it's true that a person cannot necessarily stand on this level, that he should mamish, feel in an open way, this is cautious to Hashem from his etzim and every single day of the year, all day long, because usually Avodis Hashem does have to be in an organized and step-by-step fashion. But nevertheless, when he does inspire himself in certain times of the year, for example, when we read this parasha in the Torah, As we know that when you learn about something, you learn about a carbon, it's as if you brought a carbon. So when we learn about it in the Torah, the impact is also recognizable even when he gets involved in his Avoidish Alpitan Vadas throughout the year or throughout the day. Nevertheless, he always still feels this tremendous severity and the, and the problem and the issues of touching something that's negative or being associated with anything that's not, not Elikos. Says the Rebbe des who applies in our Avodu with dealing with other Yidin, when we're trying to be Makarevah Yid to the Abishah, to our Sheminist Torah and mitzvahs. So we might come to think that maybe it'll be enough if i only get him involved in the very, very strong and strict and the heavy mitzvah, so to speak. That'll be enough. There's no need to try to get him involved with also the dictocal away from and that this he should do mamish with the very essence of his soul and here comes the answer to all of this that just just like we said in the negative sense that by touching even in the slightest way something Tommy. Chas v'sholoim, he becomes completely tummy, and by doing even the slightest thing, he's affecting his deepest siskashos to the Eibishter, so too in the positive sense that it's possible that you might be able to be uh, affect another Yid with something seemingly small in Torah and Mitzvah, just a little touch of Inyon of Torah and Mitzvah, and yet through this you take him out from the deepest, deepest, lowest places, and you bring him up to the greatest, greatest heights.